the truth hurts. It's a phrase as old as time, but it's never been truer than when it comes to professional wrestling fans. Last night, Ronda Rousey sent out a tweet uh, talking about the crowd chanting, We want Wyatt during Raw and things like that, which is fine. And she mentioned as well in there how, how the years ago they used to chant, We want beach balls during Bray Wyatt match and during a Bray Wyatt match. And how she said if the crowd, if the, if, the, if the crowds, if the fans didn't treat him as expendable, then they wouldn't be in a position to be, to be, the WWE wouldn't be in a position to be able to get rid of him. And it seemed to split people half and half, even a lot of people who hate Ronda Rousey. And I don't like Ronda Rousey one bit, as a, she comes across as a, an arrogant cunt, to be honest. But she's right, you know, sometimes you just have to put personal feelings aside and admit when somebody's right. And a lot of people, surprisingly, I, I was surprised at the amount of support she actually got from people on Twitter for this, because a lot of people were saying, yeah, she's actually right. She is actually right. And of course, a lot of people got butthurt by it. And a lot of the marks really didn't like it. And well, let's, go, let's look at something, what the incident she's referring to. She's referring to Elimination Chamber 2018. Now, one thing that I thought was interesting is underneath Ronda Rousey's tweets was amount, the amount of people, people who said, name me one time we ch- anyone chanted, we want beach balls during a Bray Wyatt match. And then somebody comes in and actually tells them, Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt, love if she came for 2018. And then they, uh, they, they're, then they start backtracking and saying, yeah, yeah, well, well, well. <laughs> That's because um, of the booking, because of the writing. It's like, hang on, that's not what you said. You asked for one instance, one instance of it and you got it. You know, And there's many an instance of this as well. Because what you'll find is the IWC Austin latches on a cause as well. It's like, how many hardcore Zelina Vega fans did you find out there were last year, towards the end of last year when she got released? Like, for, for one night only, it was, oh my god, Zelina Vega, Zelina Vega this and Zelina Vega that. And it's people who have never spoke about her at any time. And yet, a day later, completely forget about her, don't mention her again. You know, that's what they do latch on to things like that. And a lot of the things that's been misconstrued is, <clears throat> a lot of the people think Ronda Rousey's blaming the wrestling fans for Bray Wyatt's release, which maybe she is in a way, directly, because... Here's the thing, wrestling fans go through flavour of the month stages and the and then and which makes people expendable. That's why there's no megastars in wrestling anymore. I know some people like to turn around and throw the term megastar around. No, there's not. A megastar is somebody who everyone knows an absolute household name. Roman Reigns is the closest they is the biggest star they've got. But he's not a megastar. Let's be real, he's He's done stuff outside the wrestling, but he's not a megastar. And the same could be said for even John Cena to an extent. The guy, the most famous guy in wrestling. Now he's a. He, what what you need to do is transcend the business to become a megastar. And John Cena, I think, is on his way to doing it now because he's getting more and more popular in Hollywood. So you're going to get to the stage where yeah, John Cena could potentially be about to be seen as a megastar. But he's not there yet, and it might seem strange to say that after 15 years of dominance, but, you know, I'm going off on a tangent here a little bit. That night, 
And the, the match we're talking about, the Matt Hardy Bray Wyatt thing, and yeah, creative was absolutely terrible at that time. Bray Wyatt was things into the ground in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. But and that Matt Hardy Bray Wyatt feud was horrible. It absolutely was. The other thing to point out is a lot of the marks online were desperate for Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt feud. Oh I can't wait for Broken Matt versus Bray Wyatt. It's gonna be amazing. Well they get it and then they shit on it. Which is why why do you listen to these people? It's just, it's just why the more and more these people have been catered to by the wrestling companies, the the least the, the least popular wrestling's ever been. It's just factual. Because these people aren't right, they're not normal. And the other thing I should point out is Ronda Rousey used it, was in very specific she didn't say it herself but what the match was, but she knew it herself because she was there that night. I mean that was the the show where she did the uh, putting Triple H through a table spot they said because they did the contract signing I remember that show well because it was when Alexa won the Elimination Chamber so I've, I've bought the DVD of it and I've watched that show quite a few times so and that's probably why she chose that example because she was there that night She and that must have struck a chord where she must have thought when she was backstage listening to people act like that she must have thought eh, what the fuck have I got myself into and, and they are fickle because let's be honest when Ronda Rousey first came into WWE she was getting rapturous receptions, and at WrestleMania she was over like Rover, and she was getting even, even throughout the summer and things like that. And her feud with Alexa, she was getting big cheers. Alexa was getting cheers as well. So that, during that, so that's that. I should point that out too. But she was getting big cheers. They started to turn on her though towards the end of the year with the whole Becky cringe shit. That's when they started to turn on her. So, so there you have it. Ah, okay, so, but what she's, but the point she also made is that, is that there's there's a multitude of points you can go into here, like hijacking shows, what is the point in that? It's so stupid, you pay your money to go and watch a show, and then you think, I'm going to just start shouting hijack and get myself over, that will prove a point, no it won't, because they've already got your money, the only point you could really prove is to actually you know what? Not go. Don't give the company your money if you if you usually do. Sometimes indifference and silence sends a much louder message than obnoxious chanting. Because if you do, if you show them indifference, if you show them silence, if you actually show, hey, look, I don't care anymore. Like a lot of the fans have done, a lot of the casual fans, a lot of the general viewers have disappeared from wrestling. That sends a much more powerful message because at the end of the day, they don't get your money, they don't get your viewership, they don't even get your anything from you. That sends a much more powerful message. But if you just pay your money anyway and just act like a jackass in a crowd, whatever, they've got your money anyway. So what does it matter? What does it honestly matter? And now of course they can, they've got the little technology where they can turn and mute the crowd and even pipe in their other chance. Good for 16 time champion Drew McIntyre. Uh, I heard about that one. Yeah, there you go. And I'm not saying that's right. I think you should have as a natural, a a, a, a natural uh, reaction as possible coming across the TV. But at the end of the day, sometimes you think maybe it's best to turn these crowds down because it's an unappealing, unappealing sound to have these drones acting like absolute morons 
on the TV because I think that's another reason why ratings are down to a general TV audience. If you're fl- flicking about and you've got a bunch of drones going, it's like <sighs> most normal TV viewers are thinking, "What's wrong with these fucking people?" You know, and and to the point of people being expendable, it's true. And and there's no truer point than if you look at last year's SummerSlam. Less than a year later, the two people that main evented, The Fiend and Braun Strowman, are no longer with the company. The two guys that were trusted with the main event last year, gone. Released. And it's not because they've asked for it, as far as I'm aware. It's not because they've gone on to bigger and better things. It's not, oh no, it's said <clears throat> quote-unquote budget cuts. Okay. There you go, so... When, and that's all, that's also on the WWE as well to make sense because they don't want to create people that could be mainstream crossover stars and things like that. Which is why, see when people defend stupid things to do with Alexa Bliss, that's why it pisses me off because the more and more you do these stupid things such as, for example, she probably, there's a good chance she probably won't be on the SummerSlam main show for the third straight year. And that doesn't to me sound like someone... To me, if you're you're you've got your major summer show, you want to put, and you've got your main stars available, fit and healthy and able to go. You make sure you get them a program and you get them on that show, and not the pre-show, because we're heading that way. It looks like we're heading that way. I know this, they did the thing with it. The only way I could possibly see this thing with Alexa and even when he actually being on the SummerSlam main card as if they're going to do some sort of payoff with the Lily thing. So there's like a 1% chance they might do that because of the the, uh, the thing that when Lily sat up last night. But And of course we'll get to something else in a moment about how the uh, Chicago crowd kept chanting we won't worry during Alexa's segments. You know what? That just shows you how dumb and ignorant these people are. Blaming Alexa Bliss for him getting fired, essentially, that's what they're doing. They're blaming her for him for getting fired. And if they were really smart fans, as they, as they claim to be, they should be chanting, Not your fault. But, of course not. Of course not. Because they're fucking ignorant. They're absolute ignorant drones. And what, you know, the other thing to point out is, here is... Hopefully that was just an anomaly, like a one-off because of the situation and being in the smarty crowd. But if that continues for Alexa, and it gets to the point where if that keeps on going, then hopefully it doesn't. But if that keeps on going, they'll probably have no choice but to scrap the gimmick. And if they do that, WWE won't blame themselves for it, for their stupidity. They'll blame the performer. And if we get to the stage where what Ronda Rousey said about people being expendable and easily replaceable. Just because Alexa's been selling merch doesn't mean she'd be safe from the chop. Just just look at what Bray Wyatt and things like that. One of the top merch sellers and he's gone. Now we don't know the full reasons why he's gone. It's entirely possible he did ask for it himself, but who knows. See, and of course, especially if she's... If you take a look at what they're doing with her at major pay-per-views, if, if it is the third straight year in a row she's not on SummerSlam, then you look at the, the awful booking at the Royal Rumble. She didn't have a WrestleMania match this year. You do start to think, and even before last year when she was getting jobbed out constantly, people, people were defending it. And I'm like thinking to myself, 
You can defend this all you want, but the more and more you defend things like this, the WWE marks of defend this, then don't be surprised if she becomes expendable and her value drops. Because it could very well easily go that way. Hopefully not, but very well could. Anyway, and still, we, and a few other things to point out as well. You've got, of course, still the little the wrestling man, quote unquote, journalists. That was a joke there. Like that, what that we prick Sean Ross Sack, of course. He was all offended by it, saying, "Hey, you can't say that." And yet, somebody tweeted out how he was saying how Bray Wyatt sucks so much, and then from like four years ago, so you know. And he, and I have I have seen things of him saying about he didn't like the fiend and all that shit, and even even to this day, I have I vaguely remember seeing things like that. So Sean Ross Sapp's such an annoying little shite bag. Seriously, he's just, he's got one of those faces you never tire of fucking punching. But there you have it, it is what it is. So, uh, so and I've gone off on kind of a tangent, but what Ronda Rousey's comments really have, in many ways, opened up Pandora's box in a lot of ways, because she was right about a lot of things for a lot of different reasons. So, there you go. And, and of course, as usual, the wrestling marks completely missed the point. Because that's what they do very so often, just miss the point about everything. But say Lavi, it is what it is. Anyway, thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen. Sorry, I've rambled on a bit too much, but thanks for taking the time to listen and give up.